Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome to episode nine, I believe, of the Have a Day Off podcast. Um, I'm here with Mike. Yes, it's me. It is him. It is. And I'm here with Tom. Chupapi Munyeño. Okay. Yep. All right, cool. That's been the Have a Day Off podcast. Uh, nah. <laughs> so that's the last episode that Tom's be a part of. We've warned him before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nah, but it's, it's been, you know, we, we've had a week off. Um, no pun intended. It wasn't a pun because that's not what the podcast is called. But we did we did let the fans down last week. But sometimes, you know, life life does get in the way. Um, on that subject, I guess, how's everybody's uh, couple of weeks been? Hmm. Um, might have been good, you know. I've had a couple of, I've had a few exams here and there, some some stuff I've got to present to people, and all of it's gone fairly well, to be fair. So yeah, I've had a good week, cracking week, week and a bit, I week guess, and a lot of a bit. Well, you, Tom? Yeah, it's been all right, man. It's been okay. Um, you know, handed in my two two of my last four assignments, so I'm nearly finished for the year. Um. You know, training's been going okay, jeans have been going okay. Um, you know, as as you've seen, my breasts are huge. Um but okay. you know no cap, exactly. Um <laughs> but no man, it's it's been alright, it's been okay. How about you off? Yeah, it's been cool. It's been cool. Uh same old shit really. Been working. I mean that's the main reason I couldn't really fit in the podcast because I just got given an absolute shit house of a rotor last week and it's just one of those things. Um, no, 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 no. We don't we don't no no no, we don't do that. It's a collective thing. It's a collective thing. None of yeah. us could do it, not just one of us. It was yeah, also no, a mother's day. So happy 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 mother's day, yeah. belated mother's day to all you your mums out there. Yeah, many mums listening to this podcast, of course. Yeah, for real. Many so, milfs. And great points on. We are a team and everyone couldn't do it. Not It definitely wasn't only my fault. Um, yeah, apart from that, I've been just chilling. Um, I've been trying to run a bit more, do some doing some 5Ks. Um, way quicker than I expected because I've always been slow, fat and unathletic. And now I'm only slow and unathletic, which is quite cool. Yeah, but use your um, pace, Alfie. Sorry, Mike? Use your pace. That's it, mate. Use your pace, Alfie. Great left back back in the day. Um, left back in the changing rooms. Uh, nah, but yeah, same old shit, man. Just uh, gym, uh, work, um, trying to trying to sleep. Although that's a struggle nowadays, you know. So many things on my mind. Um, but nah, it's, 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 it's been all good, man. It's been all good. What's uh, We've got to go back to a classic question, I reckon. Uh, what music has everyone been listening to i know i know we ask it like every two weeks but it's, it's always changing for me yeah so i want to know about me you as well you know i i've branched into i've been listening to quite a bit of lil tracy at the moment i don't know if any of you know who that is um he, he made Never a song yeah he made a song a little peep in his come over when you're sober part of well, the first album of that and i've been listening to him and i've been loving it bashing it out what i've been skipping and it's just oh it's great nice. Yeah, lovely bit of cardio there. Nice, very nice, very nice. Well, you, Tom, any, any... I mean, I know you've been throwing it back, but on the music side of things, <laughs> what have you been doing? I can't lie. I mean, I've got, I've got to give credit where credit is due. Alf, you put me on. You put me on. Oh, I know. didn't know about this. Tell me. No, you you did know. You did know. Tim Duncan. Oh, yeah. big. You put you put me on. Background. I'm not going to lie. Like My music doesn't change that frequently. Um, But, I mean, shit, you actually put me on with that. You put me on hard. Like, obviously, it's not on Spotify and that, so I had to, I had to download SoundCloud. And now, if you ain't got SoundCloud, shit, you ain't hearing some top-quality shit. Some but, underground yeah. ones, some unreleased, some, some bangers. That's a banger. That's a I'm banger. all about it. I'm all about that. Uh, Tim Duncan, Tory Lanez, big tune. Uh, 
lovely little transition in the middle there. Um, and, you know, I love a good transition. Um, yeah, man. Me personally, I've been I've been listening to a lot of mumble rap, if you will, if, if that's what if that's what you want to call it nowadays, whatever kids are calling it. Baby, gonna, thug, almost exclusively for the past few days. I've just been in that mood where it's just like, yeah, man, I'm really just pretending I'm rich, which is uh, what a lot of people are doing nowadays. So I guess I'm jumping on that. <laughs> nah. But um, yeah, some good, some good songs, man. Um, I haven't really been, you know what? I've been straying away from the HBK bag recently, which is kind of unlike me. Um, actually, that's not entirely true. I guess if you count Brent Fires as that. I don't know if you guys listen to him, but he's a... Uh, very good massive fan i saw some girl tweet oh yeah um if you're listening to this guy you're sexy so i just you know searched him up on spotify which i don't have i searched him up on apple music and yeah he's, he's a very good uh, very good artist so that's that's uh shout out to oren by the way if he's listening because he put me on the first part was a complete lie i'm not sexy and you will never see my face uh not that anyone will want to yeah you yep. will we'll, we'll get the cameras out at some point and we'll all be sat there getting wanked. that's true get spike lee on the visuals and get you in your new fucking RJ jersey. That's never coming, by the way. I reckon that's a myth. What? Mm. What are you on about? <laughs> should we? Should, should we tell the story on the? Podcast? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. So uh, about like must have been ages ago now. Tom was like, "Oh yeah, I'm good. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna do something for you." And I was like, "Oh, you don't have to do that." And it took a lot of arguing. Like, you know, he's, he's, he's like, "Oh, I'll get you a jersey, an NBA jersey." And I was like, "Okay, cool. If you really want to do it." Uh, RJ Barrett, blue Knicks jersey. Shout out to the Knicks. I uh, got robbed last night, but it is what it is. It, it, it's not coming. I've been I've been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, and <laughs> run amok, or whatever the fuck the phrase is. And uh, it's fine, but why would you play on my emotions like that, Tom? No, no, no. So, I mean, you didn't give me your address. If you want to give me your address, I did give I you. I, I did give it to you. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what the, uh, yeah. the anger in your voice there is I promise I gave you my address I, I did give you the address um, I, I remember I deleted it a few, a few uh, weeks later because and that's, uh, this is proof I've done it well, no 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 that's you know what you know what I don't blame you for that I understand exactly. why you don't have to stress reasons why you did that yeah exactly um, yeah. I don't want everyone thinking bad things about me but I understand being being on the safe side, and that's that's with uh, it'll be with anyone, but you know, with all due respect, and it's a lot because I've got a huge amount of respect for you, Tom, especially you. Um, yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of those things that it's just it's just like the end of lockdown. Is it ever coming? We don't know. Um, don't know. Hopefully, like my me, jersey like... gets vaccinated. I think I've got the two things mixed up. But yeah, but yeah, man. Hopefully, we can we can. Uh, we can get on camera soon. That would be that would be really fun for everyone to see. I think, I and by think everyone, I mean good. like twelve people. But it's cool. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. Just, I mean, I'm starting without a shot at the moment. I so I'd, I'd have to put some clobber on, but yeah, yes, yeah, decent clobber. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, Back on some nice clobber that was meant for after lockdown. That's it, mate. I've got so many outfits ready that I don't even want to like touch them until I've got a trim. I need a trim so badly. I literally looking like dead ass. Back in the day, I had the bowl cut. Oh, it's it's, it's back, baby. The never long bottom. Going on right now. I'm kind of rocking it. I'm kind of rocking it. I'm not gonna lie to you, but it's it's not it's not ideal. Tom, you're rocking. Are you still rocking with the Patty Mahomes cut? Uh huh. Yeah, I am, and I'm very tempted to get my mum to put my like my hair in a hairband and since just so I can shave it off because that shit is fucking annoying. 
To be fair, you look very good with short. You look very good with short hair. I I, I love the short hair, man. I love it. I mean, you wake up in the morning, you ain't got to do nothing to it. There's no maintenance. There's nothing. Like you know, I wake up, I look like Drake. I go to bed, I look like Drake. I wake up the next day, I look like Fred Van Fleet, and then I wake up and I look like Mike Evans. Mike Evans, there you go. That's the that's the holy trinity right there. All of them are dummy thick, by the way. That's why Tom said he looks like him. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome. They all got beards too, like me. Um, that's it, man. And they're all, you know, (laughs) kings. I thought we don't spread Um, lies in this podcast, Tom. That's 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 harsh, mate. I apologise now, please. Yeah, sorry. That that was out of order, so I didn't mean it. No, 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 no. no you're no, right, no. Tom. Yeah, you're right. No, no, it's it's cool. It's cool. I mean, look, you know, you you get what's given. So, Mike, be careful. It's all right, mate. I don't have a beard. Not, not on the pod. Let's keep it. Nah, no, no, we, no. We're we're PG, we're but we, we have never kept it PG on here. And that's just talking about PG. We can keep it PG. Let's yeah, PG thirteen. We can keep it PG this this episode. No, we, we don't. don't happen. It's not um, gonna happen. <laughs> I was gonna say, I had an idea in my head, and now all the lies have just skewed my brain. It's all gone. Um, Pete Tong, that famous radio re- DJ. It really, it really has, really, really has. Um, <laughs> it's alright, mate. Oh. Do you know? It's all I, good though. I've been like sat in my uni room, like doing doing random shit here and there, like doing work and stuff. And I keep looking outside, and it's like proper sunny outside. And I'm thinking, it, it's not hot outside, but it's sunny. And I'm it was nice thinking, today, you know. It was nice today. I'm sat thinking to myself, I can't wait until I can go sit by some water, crack open a few Fosters, and vibe. Yeah, man, that's facts. I, I do wanna, I do wanna just like, just meet with the boys, have a few, you know, maybe a few too many, just chilling, getting some, getting some summer fits off. I got some plans for some nice outfits, man. I might become a fashion influencer if I wasn't so ugly. Um, You're gonna pull some you know, birds during summer, Alf. Is that what it's gonna be, Michael, mate? That's disgusting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the rules you know what? are. I reckon we should just get straight into the sort of discussions we got planned today. This this podcast might be a bit sports heavy for you guys out there. Um, if there's any women listening. You know, and you're not into sports because women can be. I don't know if you guys knew that, um, which is great. What am I doing? This is some weird tangent. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's going to be a sports-heavy podcast. Um, I reckon we should start off with discussing a bit of NFL free agency. Maybe sort of winners and losers, best signings and what have you. Can we all just uh, admit that Cardinals are the winners? Wait your turn. Um, Tom, <sighs> start with you. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I mean, mm-hmm. just just Winners. maybe some of, your, some of your thoughts, some of the best signings, whatever you, whatever's on. Your I mean, mind. I, honestly, I like the. I mean, I know you like it too, Alf, but I like the Galladay um, to the Giants. I, I love, love that. the Galladay to the Giants. I mean, the receiving core now is is actually really good. The backfield is also really good. I, who was the running back you signed as well? Oh, I have um, no idea. I think that was a really weird signing. He's not. He's I can't just remember who it was. Um, Something Booker. But, yeah, 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 yeah. From from um from the Raiders. I mean, yeah. th- that was a little bit weird because I mean, Devontae Gorman's Booker. actually pretty good. Like I was like, okay, yeah. and obviously you got Saquon as well. But I I, I love the Golladay one. Um, I think you lot just got um Adoree Jackson as well. Um, it hasn't been confirmed yet, but he's coming in for me. If that happens, by the way, let me wait my turn. But oh, I'd like. I think you know him lining up on the other side to Bradbury. I mean, holy shit, you know. I mean, the the weakest point now of of kind of, 
you know, I mean, I don't know as well as you do, Alf, but the weakest point of the Giants team would be QB. I mean... Yeah, potentially that O-line and edge rusher, but that's something... I don't think we're going to address QB in the draft, but if you yeah. address O-line a bit and edge rusher maybe, then you, you can't really make excuses for Jones anymore, and then that will give more clarity going forward. But How, um, how happy are you yeah. with the Kyle Rudolph signing as well? That's I actually think that's a good signing. Yeah, so do I. I end the catch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Easy, he can just run. He can't do anything else, really. But Yeah, man. Uh, Evan Ingram, that's such a weird guy. He's such a good player. Sort of, but except apart from the things he actually has to do, like catch the ball, um, <laughs> which is weird. Jeez. There was another signing. Uh, I think it was Matt Judon to the Pats. Um, yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, I like that one good. a lot. I mean, I didn't like Kendrick Bourne. I mean, he's not bad, but for the money they got, I mean, they could have drafted someone in the second or third round for 20 mil cheaper. So, Who, who, did, who mean, did you say? Uh, Kendrick Bourne. Oh, I thought you said Kendrick Bourne. Method. Never mind. That's fine. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay. Bourne. <laughs> Not again. Yeah. To be, to be fair, off the back of that, Tom. Sorry to butt in. The Patriots had a did a madness, in my opinion. Yeah. I wasn't a huge believer in the Johnny Smith one, but then they go and sign uh, Hunter Henry as well. I was about to say Derek Henry. They did not do that, but that would have been insane. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and they signed back Carl Van Noy, who's like a really good versatile linebacker, yeah. was great in that yeah. system. I mean, they never really wanted to let him go. It's just one of those things that sort of happened. Um, Carl Lawson to the Jets. I think the Jets have had a good free agency. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let Mike speak because I've got a lot of thoughts. But yeah, I, what, what I'm going to talk about the Cardinals because obviously the Cardinals free agency has gone, gone off. Let's not piss about it. My God. So, first of all, we've got J.J. Watt that signed a 30, £31 million deal. 23-year guarantee. That's big. That's very big. But the other people that the Cardinals have signed for one-year deals and stuff shows that they're in for a Super Bowl next year, I think, which is obviously A.J. Green, Kelvin Beecham, and Rodney Hudson. Three people that are old as shit, but they do the job where they're needed. Rodney Hudson's a very good sign. Rodney Hudson's a, yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, I, I genuinely think Cardinals are Super Bowl contenders next year because of the yeah, signs I mean, they've made. And yeah, no, I'll, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. I mean, yeah, no, nah, it's hard to argue, especially in the draft, if you can go, go O-line or maybe cornerback, whatever. Corners, uh, I think, because we've I mean, that, the NFC West is now fucking stacked. That is a crazy division. <laughs> like, maybe, bar the, bar the Seahawks, right? But the Niners, the Cards, and the Rams, holy fuck, like, that's going to be tight. Niners are going to be good as well. I mean, because they could draft a QB. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they, they, he might not play straight away, but even so, like, I, I think the Niners are going to be really good. Even if they uh, trade for someone like Deshaun or something, like, fuck. Oh, my God. That would be... I th- they, I'll, say, I'll tell you what, if the Niners to get to get Deshaun Watson, I'd bet money on them winning the Super Bowl. And I'm not a huge yeah. betting guy. I like the odd one here and there. But, you know, that's, um, that's another story for another day. Um, yeah, nah, I mean... That's that's a that's a good shout, Mike. I know you're very excited about the Cardinals. I can't wait. Um, I'm I'm excited about the Giants. I think if we get a Dory Jackson, that's like a ten out of ten free agency because we'd have one of the best secondaries in the league, top five, top ten, uh, definitely top ten, top five, maybe a stretch. But I mean, we've already got good, good safeties: Logan Ryan, Jabril Peppers, McKinney coming off of like Betty played in his rookie season, and then you got 
slot guys, Darnay Holmes, and then, I mean, Bradbury's already elite. Adoree Jackson is very good, if not borderline, you know, sort of Pro Bowl level-ish. Um, that would be crazy. That would be really, really good. Um, obviously, you need to address edge and offensive line. There's, this, there's some weird section of people that think the Giants' offensive line is good. It's not. I don't understand where that idea has come from. Um, but, you know, that's that's one of them things. Um, I think the one of the weirdest things for me, and I know people will say, oh, look at his stats, blah, blah, blah. Trey Hendrickson went to the Bengals for a huge amount of money, and uh, he was the guy on the Saints who had, like, 12 sacks or something. But for me, sacks is a really overrated stat because you can get sacks for, through coverage or through just, like, stunts or being unblocked or there's so many, you know, like, I'd say pressures is actually a more accurate stat of how good a rush, like a pass rusher, is yeah. than sacks. He's just, in, in my opinion, that's a massive downgrade on Carl Lawson. Um, and I think they need, you know, I'm just a bit confused by that. Would like to see a bit more. Baltimore Ravens really need a receiver. I think they're bringing in Sammy Watkins uh, yeah. for, for a visit. That would be good. But I would have liked if I was a Ravens fan, I would like them to see after go after Golladay more. Um, I mean, Golladay, I was so... Uh, that's the one I, at the start of the... Um, I was talking to Ibby. I often speak to him about NFL. Great friend of the podcast, by the way. Um, I was just saying, yeah, Golladay would be my number one. Because he's a legit number one receiver, man. I mean, he's he's got it all. He's not a huge separator, but he's just... He's one of the best. He's got the best hands, like, some of the best hands in the NFL. Sort of DeAndre Hopkins, the way the body control in the air, it's just... It's, it's, it's so good. And I think... If he can be healthy for a full season, you're looking at a, a, a top 20 receiver, which is this doesn't sound like much, but the amount of receiving talent there is in the league, I mean, it should make Daniel Jones' job a lot easier. Um, I think the Patriots might win their division now. I know the Bills are really good, but some of the some of the signings they made, my God, really, really impressive. So, yeah, um, nah, it's, it's been exciting, man. It's been exciting. And I thought also an underrated one. Will Fuller for the Dolphins, they didn't have a deep threat at all. That's and massive. now they've got one that's going to help. That's that's going to help a lot. Yeah. Sorry, Mike? I said that is massive, them getting Will Fuller. Mm. What was it's only a one-year deal. Well. Five mil or something as well. Yeah, I mean, it's just a one-year, yeah. like, prove-it sort of deal. But, I mean, you, that's it's great for both sides, right? And, uh, yeah, the Niners also had a very good free agency, as I've already sort of alluded to. But, yeah. Um, Next nah, year, man, the I'm, NFL is going to be so good, I think. So there's so yeah. many teams that you can see going very, doing very well. Not there's not just like a, a group of like five or six. There's like loads Definitely. of teams that have got good teams. Definitely, man. I'd say if 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 we don't, if the Giants, right? I know I'm keep talking about the Giants, but this is a big. If we sign a Dory Jackson and go maybe O line, like an O lineman or uh, uh, some sort of defensive player that has a good impact, right? And we playoffs, Jones ain't the guy because you're looking at the team. You're looking at the the defense, which is already quite good. You know, not maybe not on paper, but it performed well. Um, it, I mean, I, I don't think Jones is the guy anyway, but I'm willing to give him some time with a better team around him. Um, but yeah, man, that will really help 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 decide what sort of he is um, as a player, whether he's just a a bust or maybe it can be a serviceable starter, which is you know possible. It's definitely possible. But we'll, we'll, I guess we'll see. Um, Anyone, anyone who you think had like a really bad free agency, or just sort of didn't it, just disappointed? Um, I think, I mean, the one that stands out to me is the Raiders. Um, I yeah. think 
the people they lost, but then also some of the sign like, um, I mean, who they signed Kenyon Drake. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's a what the fuck. Bad, a bad idea. I mean, opinion. and they I really mean, got Josh Jacobs anyway. So, I mean, yeah. they signed Kenyon Drake to like a big ish deal for him to be the number two running back. Like eleven million. Make any fucking sense. Yeah, I mean, that make no sense. Yannick Ngakwe yeah. obviously is on a twenty-six million deal to them, which oh, that's a good signing, yeah. I feel like, but it's still shit. It's, 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 it's a decent signing, but he's also been inconsistent and injured. It's just uh, yeah. it's a very Raiders signing. Like you're banking on the athleticism and everything like that. It's just like obviously that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's just I don't think the Raiders are a very well-run organization. I don't think the Giants are by any means or anything like that. But it's just it was a bad one. I think I know I'm going back onto good signings, but John Johnson. The Browns was an incredible sign. Oh, He's so good. Yeah, John yeah. Johnson's incredible. What do you think of the cost of the um, Broncos getting Kyle Fuller? Oh yeah, very good. Yeah, oh, I, he, love he, it. I like it. He, so, um, the fact that he got released. I mean, it's been a. There's been loads of players that got released. Like it's just like crazy. Um, he's a really, really good player. Um, he, yeah, he's a. He, I think he was like all pro like two years ago. It's so quick, like people forget how good like having like a good secondary um, is so crucial in today's NFL. I think people often undervalue. I don't think they undervalue corner, but under undervalue like receiver and who stops co- um, receivers corners. So you know, having like a number one corner is just so 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 important. So yeah, big big signing. Can for we them. just touch on the, the Dak deal quickly? That yeah, good 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 uh good. Good point, mate. What, what do you think about it? Well, I don't know. I feel like Dak's not like an elite-level quarterback, but he's not average. He's like in between the two, I feel like. He's not complete ass, but good. he's not... Yeah, he's good. Yeah. But I don't know if he's worth the 160 mil over four years. That's a bit insane. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I mean, I have my opinion, but I want to hear Tom's first. I mean, I think, I think you have to kind of overpay sometimes to get what you, I mean, what you want. And if you look at the other options that they kind of have, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, Dak is kind of, I mean, when he, before he got injured, you know, he was playing at like an elite level. Not because, you know, and it's down to a couple of things. I mean, one of them being his defense was so shit he had to throw the ball. Um, yeah. Like it was terrible. The, the, like the Cowboys were... Like conceding fucking forty points a game, like you know, and he had to throw the ball, like you know. Um, I mean, that's kind of where Zeke kind of dropped off a little bit, although you know he's been kind of stinky a little bit. But I mean, <laughs> I, I don't mind a deal. I, if I'm honest, I don't mind it. I mean, I think he'll live up to it, maybe. Um, but I mean, if you look at the other options out there, I mean, there wasn't many. I mean, they, there were talks of the Cowboys trading for Russ, like. You know, and they said no fucking way. Like, so I, I, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, who would they have gone with? Would they have drafted someone? And the answer is probably not. Yeah, I mean, me personally, I actually think I don't know if it's you could call it a good deal, but I think it's the most important thing is they've got their guy at quarterback, which is so valuable. I mean, you look what it takes to get a top ten quarterback, which I believe Dak Prescott definitely is. I mean, he's been that for at least best part of a year and whatever he played at the start of the year. I mean, he was playing really well. His receiving core is obviously really good, but even when his offensive line sort of um, dropped off a bit and Zeke obviously wasn't playing to the level that he was previously, he would, the, um, Dak you know, stayed the same, if not got better. So I, I think it's a good sign. And when you look at how much draft capital it would take to trade for a guy, 
Um, and if you're banking on a guy in the first round, look, I love the the quarterbacks um, in the draft, and we'll talk about the draft in sort of later weeks because obviously it's coming up. But there's no guarantee with it, with the. I mean, look at I don't know Dwayne Haskins from a few years ago. Everyone thought you know he's got everything you need to be a franchise quarterback. But there's other stuff as intangibles. There's leadership and everything, and that's what everyone says about Dak. I mean, everyone says he's a great leader, etc. Along with being a top ten QB, so I don't think you can really go wrong. Um, and plus, as we've seen this year, cap cap room can be created like that. Like it, it, literally, the Giants were like negative cap, and now we might sign two really good players. It's it, it contracts can be restructured. Like I yeah. think is the most important thing is they've got there. If Dak plays to the level he was previously, as long as you're a top above average QB, you, you pay them. That's my that's my idea. That's mm. my, of, of how things should work. Because uh, to harp on your point. Um, is that the right phrase? I don't know if that's the right phrase. Yeah, well, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, as you said, there's like not a lot of top quarterbacks at all, and yeah. Dak's one of them. So I can see what you mean, but I, I don't know. I just feel like 160 million is is probably a bit. It's probably literally a bit more than he's worth. But if you look at so many teams who sort of get stuck in the middle of like an average quarterback, like the Bengals with Andy Dalton for years, the Red Rifle. Uh, the the Bears with Trubisky and whoever else like they well they've just signed out Andy Dalton to be fair um, where the Giants might be with Daniel Jones if they keep sticking with him because I I I think his absolute ceiling is a good quarterback and I don't know if he'll get to his absolute ceiling I mean there's there's plenty of examples of this of this sort of thing happening um, Jared Goff on the Rams I know he's got traded now and they've mm-hmm. they've upgraded there but like the, there's plenty of examples of teams just sort of getting stuck in the middle when you can look at a quarterback and say, you know, this guy is good. He's good enough to lead a team, you know, wherever, along with a good supporting cast, because people forget it's a team game sometimes. Um, you, you you keep that guy. You you go, you do whatever you can to, you know, to, to keep him. And I think, yeah, it's a good sign for the Cowboys. I personally think, I mean, I, I watched Dak at least quite a few times because he's obviously in the same division as the Giants. and. He has improved. I used to think he was sort of eh, average, whatever. He's he's a good quarterback, man. I think the the Cowboys are a good thing. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, quickly. Also, I know we're going back and forth in free agency. Joe Tooney to the Chiefs is huge. Um, one of the best guards in the NFL, and um, with the, with the pressure Mahomes was getting, obviously from the tap from like the edge, but also. Apparently, quarterback. I've never played quarterback, but quarterbacks hate getting rushed from the inside. If you can lock up the inside, and like, then you leave um, Mahomes even if he gets rushed from the outside to maneuver in the pocket. That's going to help the the Chiefs a huge amount. So yeah, shout out to the Chiefs if they're listening. Um, what this uh, Super Bowl contenders, Chiefs again? Obviously, a hundred percent. Every year for me, if they have Mahomes, yeah, that's yeah. that simple as it gets for the uh, it is every year he's, one of the, they are. he's literally the best player i've ever seen uh off, or best quarterback i've ever seen um obviously i'd never saw rogers in his prime already watching the nfl for a few years so that's that's my verdict yeah yeah um 100 i think I'll early two well, contenders off the top of my head are rams and chiefs maybe yeah. uh Ta- tampa bay brought everyone back so i think they'll be yeah, in and around cardinal <laughs> maybe a dark horse but I'm not as high on the Cardinals as you are, Mike, but I can understand why you would be as a fan. Yeah. Like, obviously, I want to see I the think... Cardinals win their first Super Bowl. That's, like, mm. big moment. Yeah. Tom? 
I think I think it would be interesting to see where where the um I mean you can tell us more on that Mike but where Arizona might go in the draft you know to strengthen I mean they got Isaiah Simmons last year which was a fucking I mean at the time I was like right that's sex as fuck um but I mean where where do you think they'll go um, directional wise from what they've signed and stuff I think they're gonna go corner they ha- I think they have to go they corner, have to go that, corner they have to yeah. yeah. Um, Probably maybe a guy like JC Horn will be available at that spot. I don't. Maybe they could even trade up to get one of the top. Two, I think Patrick Satan and Caleb Farley if they're available. I mean, you could trade up with the Giants. They might be looking to trade down depending on what they do. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think um, it's got to be a corner. Yeah, um, and there's I think three like there, there's obviously it's quite there's quite a lot of good corners in the draft from what I can tell. I haven't watched a huge amount of tape or anything like that, but. Um, it's got. It's got to be. A, it's got to be a corner. Um, you take a corner first round, and then you take O lineman in the rounds to come after that. I think because yeah, yeah. The and obviously you can you, shit, but yeah, yeah. I think that the only thing, the reason I'm so happy with the Giants signing like a, a top wide receiver and potentially a corner is, I think the best thing you can do in free agency is take best player available regardless of position. Yeah. Obviously, unless you're the Chiefs and the best player is a quarterback, but that just makes that just stands for a reason like. If the if you're a team with like sort of rebuilding or just not close to contending, you want to take the best possible player available, and that's what the that's what you know the Giants arguably now are in a position to do. Will they do that? I don't know. I mean, if the, the previous drafts or anything to go off, no. But I don't want to stick too long into the draft because I think we can talk about that in future episodes. We've got a lot to cover yeah. today. Um, I also just wanted to say. Um, one of the other losers and Ibby might hate me for this but I mean the Packers what the fuck are they doing yeah uh, you know what I agree with you at the start if you look at the way Jones Aaron Jones obviously they paid him four years something is a running back so you don't want to overpay whatever Um, I don't think it's as bad as it was because you can structure it in a certain way where he'll pretty much be owed no money in two years if they need to get rid of him and obviously if his production is still there it's worth the contract um the the big thing for me is they lost Corey Lindsley and they haven't really signed anyone. I know they don't really have cap yeah. room, but you can always restructure contracts and stuff. Um, I, th- I do think they're sort of on the lower side. I mean, we'll have to see what they do in the draft. But in terms of, yeah, I don't, I don't think they had a great free agency. That's a good point. What do you think? I mean, the, just... Oh, I no, go on, I was going to say the Vikings, like, going off this division. Because, obviously, the, the Packers only did, like, haven't done anything, really. And the Vikings have, what, got Patrick Peterson now. Dalvin Tomlinson, yeah. like, I don't think it's enough. Dalvin Tomlinson's a good sign. He's a good player. Uh, yeah. He's obviously a nose tackle or whatever, but he's a very good player. Um, Patrick Peterson sort of fell off a little bit. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, the Vikings are a good, uh, actually a good team. They need to, uh, defensively, they need to improve. But, they're, they're, I mean, they can easily bounce back and actually contend. But I still think the Packers are going to win that division. They're the, they're the Packers. They have to. Um, yeah. Um, I reckon we should switch gears um, to to a bit of football. Talk about the Champions League. Oh, here we talk go. about the games. Talk about the draw. FA Cup. Did somebody say FA Cup? I think someone said FA Cup. Okay, we'll, we'll also get to the <laughs> FA Cup. Uh, but first, of all, let's talk about the Champions League, um, guys. What did you think about the, uh, the, the 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 games and the uh, the draw itself? Um. I feel like all the results you expected to happen, sort of thing. Apart. From Hold on. Okay. Time out. Mike's exposed. Mike, 
uh, approximately a month or so ago, I remember you saying to me on this very podcast, um, Alfie, mate, I think uh, I think Chelsea are going to lose to Athletic. Alfie, did, did and you, I did agree with you, so I don't know why I'm doing the impression. Did, but no, did, did you hear? Did you hear the sentence I made? That you cut me off before I finished my sentence. Sorry, mate. I no. said I think pretty much all the results went the way you thought you were going to go, apart from the Chelsea game and the Porto game. That's what I was going to say. Oh, I really cut you off there. Fuming. All right, sorry, mate. It's all right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Juve, we've got to talk about them. Um, but Tom, what, what did you... I actually thought it was a pretty boring round of games, apart from a select few, which obviously the, yeah. the Juve game, etc. But yeah. I mean, Tom, fucking Simeone, like, I love him, man. I love him, you know. But he has got blood on his fucking hands, man. How can you go to a Stamford Bridge and play like that? I mean... That was that was awful. But to be, you know what? Credit where credit is due. Chelsea played very, very, very well. Very yeah. well. I mean, in that second leg, Rudiger, I mean, Rudiger, Rudiger was. I've never seen that motherfucking guy play so well. I mean, that guy pissed me off. Right? He never pisses me off. I'm always laughing at him. But I mean, I, I see him squaring up to fucking. Who was he squaring up to again? Uh, um, I was. Uh, oh, it was the the, the defender. I want to call him Mendoza. Savage. That's not his name. That was oh, Hermoso. Hermoso. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fucking squaring up to him. He's playing well. Zuma comes along. He's like, "Hey, get the fuck back." I'm like, "This like Chelsea are like in the, in that in that tie. They had a different swagger about them. Like it was different." Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, the way Kante played was like. There's a few. There's been a few people who've sort of been whispering, and they've been saying it quietly because obviously it's it's a bold statement saying that Kante's sort of over the hill. He's finished. My my idea is that he's always been suited to play in a double pivot, and oh my god, mm-hmm. is that correct? Because like that's one of the best performances I've ever seen from a, like a midfield player in a game of that magnitude against such a like compact team, just yeah. winning the ball back just at a ridiculous rate. I mean, it, that's what he's been doing for for years. Um, he he was incredible. I'm really glad to see him getting the credit, like because people have been talking a bit too much about him falling off. Maybe even Chelsea fans saying, "Well, yeah, he's finished." I think that's a bit too that's a bit premature, and I think he showed that. Um, yeah, it was a huge win. We played we played really really well. Havertz has come on recently, which is Havertz, great yes. because yeah. he he needed to, and it, he's looking like the guy we thought you know had the potential to sort of you know he's still young. But he's, he, he like, looks like a guy where you can justify saying, oh, okay, yeah, this guy was a top talent or whatever. Um, yeah, Atletico were disappointing, but I mean, you, the, like, they've, ha- they've had a good season so far, and I think you do have to give credit to, to us playing really, really well. No, one, 100%. Chelsea, I mean, Chelsea played out of their skin, you know, and I don't think out of their skin kind of does it justice, to be honest. Like, they completely shut it off. Like, that game yeah. was finished. Even at, even at 1 0, that game was done. It really could have been a lot more than that in both, arguably in both legs. Um, there was a, there was a weird penalty decision. Like it could have been a penalty on Aspi. It would have been soft, but you've seen them given. Um, the red card was so soft, but again, that's just Rudiger. I mean, Rudiger getting the, get the better of Suarez twice. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, um, look, Suarez being shot off as well, man. I mean, you know, I know he's I know he's not as as good as he used to be, but I mean, shutting off Suarez, you know, at any age, at any time, and any game, isn't easy feat. So, you know, all, all credit to Rudiger, man, because he looks like he's turned it around. I hate the guy, but whatever. Massively, he has. And I, listen, I didn't rate him particularly, but he's 
he's had good performances in the past, maybe under Sarri, yeah. etc. And he's he's looks anyway. Um, by the way, bef- I'll, I'll I'll move on from this this time because I don't want to talk about Chelsea for too long. But Frisia, fucking Jao Felix, man. Why is the, why did he go to Atletico? That's like <laughs> prison for attacking players. <laughs> fucking hell, man. That guy's got so much ability. Like people take the piss out of him and say, oh, he's just you know an aesthetic guy, like whatever. And I've made like jokes oh. as well, but he's so he's so talented. He's, why a, he's unbelievable. Yeah. If he went to City, he'd be like, whatever. I don't want him to go to City. That would be bad. But we'll move on. I think the other game, obviously, to talk about is Leon Juventus. Uh, it was Porto. Over, you know, it's fine. Porto. Porto. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah cheers, mate. Porto Juventus, as I said. Um, <laughs> what did you boys think? Oh, I don't know. It's just Ronaldo's a fraud, I guess. <laughs> That's the main I, th- I think Juventus are really bad. Yeah, in fairness, they're, they're badly coached. They haven't got a particularly good team around him. I'd expect Ronaldo to do more in a game like that. I think he didn't play well at all, and I think that's fine to say. A lot, yeah. a lot, there's a lot of. Listen, I, I get into this too because I'm a huge Messi fan, but there's a lot of like, if you criticize Ronaldo or, or Messi, like you're just like, oh, fanboy or whatever. He was really bad. Like, he just was. I mean, he got out of the way of the, of the, the, the free kick. I mean that's just a really bad mistake, but overall he just didn't contri- like contribute to the game at all. No, uh, not that really many um, UVA players did, but it's just, it was really disappointing. Um, Pepe Porto, uh, were very compact. Pepe had a great performance, as you said, Mike. Oh, unbelievable. Um, but yeah, man, I, I actually think Porto might be a harder game than people might be suggesting because they are a very solid team, if if unspectacular compared to you know other teams in the in the in the competition. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. There's, um, what do you think, Tom? I mean, like, like you said, I mean, Porto Porto can be quite a dangerous team. They're, I mean, they, they've got quite a physical team, to be honest. I mean, you look at them from front to back, and I mean, Pepe, I mean, fuck me, that guy, you know, he's a bit reckless, but, you know, I mean, he's very physical. You look at someone like Morega. I mean, shit, like, you know, they're, they're not bad. They're okay. And, I mean, they went down to 10 and, like, they just, they still looked so composed and, like, by far the better team. But, I mean, Morata hasn't changed a fucking bit. Oh, my God, that guy. It's like, <laughs> I don't even want to talk about him, man. That guy is just not good. I'm sorry, I don't know what it is. He, he the guy's got, he's, do you get the impression that he's just hyper-emotional? I don't. I do for some reason. I don't know what I'm basing this off, but he just is. All right. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> because I just get the impression that he's just he. Uh, it's probably unfair to say. I don't know the guy, but he's shit. <laughs> he's very shit. No, that's fair to say. He stinks. He's terrible. I mean, like it's a toss up between him and Willian. You know, I'm. I'm not too sure. I might have to just. You know, I might have to cut. Like I just won't make that choice because it's like choosing. Like a big sack of shit and a big sack of shit, like terrible. I think you said the big sack, the big sack of shit there, but I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I um, should we talk about the draw because it's actually quite an interesting one. Uh, mm-hmm. P- arguably the three favourites, or at least for me, PSG, Bayern, all on the and uh, City, all on the same side of the draw. So if I'll just go through the. The ties quickly, so it's PSG against Bayern, it's City against Dortmund, it's Liverpool against Real Madrid, and it's Porto against Chelsea. Um, who do we all see getting through? You go Bayern, City, 
Chelsea and Liverpool, I think. That's what I'll go with. I, yeah, fair enough. Tom, what are you? I'm I'm going I'm gonna chuck a couple upsets in there, so I'm gonna go okay. I mean Bayern, I think Bayern, yeah. Uh, I think Dortmund beat City. Um Wow. I can see it happening. I think I think Real Madrid might just pip um uh Liverpool if Ramos is back, if Ramos plays, um because he didn't play this weekend for some reason. Uh and then Chelsea to beat Paul. Porto, but um, I mean Chelsea going through to the semi-finals of the Champions League. Who would have thought? Potentially, I mean Porto's harder. That obviously it's the quote-unquote easiest draw there, but I think it's harder than people are actually saying. I mean, yeah, to be a team with Ronaldo just from a mental standpoint is huge. So they're not going to be scared of anyone, not least a team with you know Timo Werner up top. I need to stop (laughs) taking the fist, man. He's been alright, but it's just you got to get your jokes in. Ronaldo. I think you take Werner every time. Werner, Ronaldo, who do you take? You've got to take Werner, don't you? Who's got more pace, mate? That's all that that matters. The Raiders would draft Werner over Ronaldo. That's a weird comparison. Anyway, (laughs) um, yeah, I mean, I think I'd actually agree with all of Mike's. I know it's a very conservative sort of prediction. The Dortmund City one is interesting, though, because Pep will create the most overcomplicated game plan sometimes in the Champions League and it's just really weird I think if he just sticks to what works he, they can go very far if not win it but yeah it's, it's weird isn't it it's weird. It's a weird one um, and Dortmund with Sancho and Haaland they can win sort of any given game oh, but because Haaland. because it's two legs I think I think you go with City just because yeah uh, um, Real Madrid is an interesting one as well I think I think Liverpool I think Liverpool and um and Real Madrid is actually not that bad of a game. Like obviously they're a lot weaker than they kind of used to be, um and stuff like that. So you know, but I think it makes it a little bit more interesting. I mean, you know, Salah against Ramos, you know, Ramos, my guy, do your thing. <laughs> oh man, rest in peace to Eden Hazard. By the way, he's not dead. He's just fat. Um and like you know, there's no fat shaming on this on this podcast. We we respect people of all shapes and sizes, but bring Hazard back, man, just for the vibes. I love that guy, man. He can do nothing wrong. That guy didn't even care about being like the, like the great player that he always had the potential to be and was. In fairness, he just wants to just bang ball and eat burgers, and you have to respect. It. You have to respect um, that. You, like you can't disrespect it at all. If you like, oh Hazard raised his potential. Bore off, man. Go go for a walk. Um, Can I ask you both something now? Yeah. Who do you think is gonna is better at the moment and going to be better, Haaland or Mbappe? I think we discussed. Oh no, we didn't. We didn't actually discuss this. This is that's a good shout. We 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 spoke Mm. about them. I, my God, Tom, you start. (laughs) This is. I mean, look, it's it's that's hella tough, man. Because they're you know like we said. They're the only two generational talents in the world, you know, and like people's opinions will differ, but they're so different. They're so different. Like Haaland is the guy who will stay through the middle, you know, he'll just bang goals, man. I mean, that guy's goal to game ratio is ridiculous. Man, he's shooting like, like Mbappe can do a lot more, but you know, he's more well-rounded. But Haaland, man, I mean, I love his attitude. I love the fact that Valencia players were running after him. Like, I love the fact he's a fucking angry little son of a bitch. Like, I love him. 
I love he's him. He's a shit house. He's an absolute he's shit house. He's such a shit house, man. Along with the fact that he's elite as well. Like to have that mentality and I think the, the, the thing that stands out to me, and I know this is a sort of a weird thing to say because obviously they just both have ridiculous ability. The, the, they both have the attitude of like a few years ago you saw Mbappe, which he'd just come into PSG, he's arguing with Cavani about he, oh, I'm taking the penalty, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Um, he's coming to a team with Neymar and me personally, I love, like Neymar's great, don't get me wrong. When I think PSG, I think Mbappe. So do I. Like, and that's not that's not even a slight on Neymar. Mbappe is just the guy. And even if Neymar's a better player, you can make the argument. I have no problem with it. He, he might be. It's just like he's the guy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that yeah. yeah I, oh my god! If I had to pick one, I'd go Mbappe. I'll say that now. I, I I'd think I'd lean to, towards Mbappe. But if I. If I had to pick one to play, for, that's not the question. Fuck off. That's shut up. I was, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> mate, yeah, of course, of course you. I pick, don't know. Of course you pick Ireland, mate, because you've got Werner up top, who's about as useful as a split condom. Split condoms are not useful. That's a good point. Um, Werner's been useful recently. Not good, but useful. Um, anyway, that, not the point. Haaland is incredible. He's so good. And uh, the thing is, we've we, there's there's less of a sample size with him, which is the scary thing. Um, he he has the chance if he goes to the right situation to be to be just I I'm I'm going with Mbappe. I'm, I'll go with Mbappe. I, I, I Harland has the potential to be like the best player in the world. And as a striker, that's sort of rare because you just have to be so prolific to even be acknowledged at that level. Because you can always just say oh, yeah. blah blah poacher, but he's got everything about him. He's like he comes across to me as Diego Costa on steroids. Um, that's just the one thing that like pops into my head because the shithousery, the finishing, the pace, the strength. He's just got it all, man. Like it's 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 so good. But I think Mbappe is an all-round player. I mean, he's prolific as well. And just the thing, the the things that he's already won. I think he's ahead for now. But if Haaland continues on the trajectory, and depending on what Mbappe does with staying at PSG, what they might do. I mean. Who, who knows what it is? I'd go with Mbappe right now. What about you, Tom? I'm a, I might just play a little bit of devil's advocate and go with Haaland, to be honest. Um, yeah. I mean, I love, I love, you know, kind of his attitude. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of that. You know, I love this shithousery. You know, like I said, goals to games and stuff like that. But stats don't kind of tell the whole story. Like he's so hungry. Like you know, and I'm not saying that Mbappe's not, but I mean. He's so hungry in a team which, I mean, let's be honest, isn't that good. He's not surrounded by world-class players, you know. Whereas um, Mbappe, you know, different situation, um, you know, completely different players and different players surround him as well. And I mean, look, the fact that Haaland's only 20 and I'm saying that like Mbappe's fucking 31 or something. Mbappe's 22, man. I mean, these guys are going to take over football. They're taking over football, like, you know, and... I love it. I love it so much, man. But I'm I'm playing devil's advocate and I'm going with Haaland. Yeah, I mean, I sort of touched on it and then told myself to fuck off. But if I had to sign one player for Chelsea, it would be Haaland just because yeah. that classic, like, we've had so... It's so rare to have a number nine that just will absolutely rattle the defence. And you could argue right now, like, maybe if you're, a, if you're a central defender, obviously Mbappe plays further out wide sometimes, blah, blah, blah. Haaland is probably the last guy you want to come up against because it's just like, wow, that's the guy. Um, 
he's arguably already the best striker in the world. Obviously, Kane and Lewandowski might have something to say about that, but he's I think just Lewandowski's like he's better than him as of now. But I don't think he will be for much longer. Yeah, I, Lewandowski's ridiculous, man. It's like every shot that guy takes goes in. Like yeah. every every game he plays, he scores a goal or something. Yeah, the reason I will say Mbappe as well. I know Haaland's done it in the Champions League, but the Bundesliga is a very different league to other leagues. Let's just say it that way. I don't want to belittle it too much because every team has its own. Every every league has its own star. Blah blah. But for example. League R, I think, is actually... Oh, that was a little bit French for you guys there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the French League, um, I think, is more sort of... I don't know how to put it, but it basically is more... It makes you more adaptable to other leagues, whereas I think the Bundesliga has a certain style where it's a high line, and it might be nec- it might be a bit easier for a striker. And I know everyone says, oh, Mbappe plays farmers, but I think it's unfair to say that about the French League because if you look at what some of the players... If you look at Thiago Silva and Cavadi coming into the Premier League, they've both been great at old... At pretty old for footballers, right? I mean, mid-30s. And they've come into the Premier League and bossed it whenever they've played pretty much. So you can't really undermine that league. Whereas if you look at... I don't want to use Premier League as the only defining thing, but if you look at some of the Bundesliga players that have come in and sort of struggled... So that's the only possible, and I'm clutching at straws to try and pick a floor in almost perfect prospect, right? Mm-hmm. But I think that's that's part of the reason I might go Mbappe. And Mbappe's won the World Cup. He might, like, you know, I think it's no fault of his own that he hasn't won the Champions League. He could he didn't have a great performance in the final last year. But again, you, you allow those at a young age. I don't think there's any problem with his attitude or his mentality in big games. No, so no. I'd, I'd lean towards Mbappe, but I'm so tempted to say Haaland then. It's just, I think I prefer Haaland in a way and just the way he sort of plays. Can I just say, as to the point earlier about Lewandowski um, being the best striker in the world, he's got 35 goals this year in 25 games in the Bundesliga. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's outrageous. It really is. Like, people just like, the numbers certain people put up are so easy to downplay it sometimes because it becomes so normal. Like a guy like, and you can say whatever you want about him for the for the Premier League, like a Bruno Fernandez or Salah. There's so many. You say, oh, Salah dives and he's not like, or Fernandez just takes penalties, blah blah. To put that amount of numbers up is ridiculous, and it it yeah. has a massive impact on the team. Exactly. And it's just like you can't really downplay it. Like, even though I don't think numbers tell the whole story, and sometimes the eye test can be more valuable. When the numbers are so good, there's no two ways about it. Like the guys, you know, the um. The, the player is insane. Um, FA Cup, Michael. Hey, <laughs> come on, you Saints. Um, right. The Saints are going to win the FA Cup. Right. I, do you want me to explain why I think the Saints are going to win the FA Cup? Yeah, go on, mate. <laughs> so, right. The, the only way that we don't win the FA Cup is if we lose to Leicester. I've figured it out. Right. Uh, the, the lo- my logic... Oh, this is going to be horrific logic. I won't lie to you. So... We beat Leicester. Um, we're in the finals. Bang! You know, that's 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 to be up the yard bit, or well, probably not the yard bit, but yeah. Chelsea City. I think City are going to win that. Unfortunately, I don't want them to, yeah. but you know, I think they will. And you know, Southampton have done City over before. Like obviously, it was what last year. Last year when Chadham yeah. scored the chip from ever far out. We can do it again. I've got the faith. I've got the belief that we can do it. I don't know if we could beat Chelsea. Or Leicester, for that matter. Uh, no, I think you can beat up because 
the only outfield player, well, I don't know why I say outfield player, like a goalkeeper scored, um, the only player to actually score a goal against us since um, Thomas Tuchel has come in is Minamino. So I reckon you've got our number, mate. That's it. No more discussion on the FA Cup. Southampton are going to win it. Sorry yep. about the quadruple City fans if you're listening. Um, should we, 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 we obviously have a little plan for um, a little, a little mid-season or near the end of the season Premier League awards. Um, I want to do that because it will be quite fun. But little caveat for the listeners here: we're doing it in the style of an NFL or an NBA awards. So the the awards are um, MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, which I just had Best Attacking Player for those uh, that don't watch American sports or whatever. <laughs> Defensive Player of the Year, Young Player of the Year, Most Improved, and Coach of the Year. Um. Should we start with most valuable player in or MVP for the Premier League this season so far? Um, yeah. So this is this is a bit this is a bit of an outside one that I didn't say earlier to either of you. Patrick mm-hmm. Bamford for Leeds. Mm. If you think about the most valuable player for their team, I uh, I I'll be real with you. I think that's a horrific take, but um, I think that. I think Leeds have other good players, and no, they do. Don't get it twisted, but think I don't know. I still think Patrick without Patrick Bamford, Leeds aren't as good as the aren't doing as well as they do. But they might be like fifteenth instead of tenth or whatever they are. Yeah, but the the other point I made was Gundogan, and you said no because he plays for City pretty much. No, that's that's not what I said. That's not. But no, 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 listen. I'll take your I'll take your point. That's a good point. I. I understand the, the the way you're going, and he has been he has been really good. To be fair, um, Tom, what about you? Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Harry Kane. Mm. Um, yeah, I knew I knew you go. Mm. Um, no, 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 no. I agree. <laughs> no, that's I, a very. I personally think you know. I mean. 17 goals, 13 assists, you know, I mean, look, you know, Spurs aren't having the best season, as we know, um, you know, <laughs> and they can suck my dick for that, um, but, um, you know, look, Kane, Kane is, you know, he's a, he's a different guy, man, different guy, and he's adding, you know, he's kind of, he's always had it, he's always had the range and stuff like that, but Son is firing away. Bale was firing away for like a week and then, he, you know, he went back to himself. But, um, no, look, you know, Kane, without without Kane, you know, Tottenham are considerably a worse team. A way worse team. Like, the argument used to be that, oh, without Kane, you know, they play so much better. They win games and stuff like that. Yeah, they do. But, you know, that was potchable. That was nice, sexy, attractive football. You know, something which was nice on the eye. Mourinho ball, yeah, this this stuff stinks of dog shit. And without like a big guy up there to kind of you know hold the ball up and let everyone run in behind and let Son do his thing and stuff like that, they look like dog shit. I mean, Kane is like, a complete player, complete like, he, Exactly. He, the one, he's the one all-round guy, like a, a striker. You can say, oh, you know, um, he's he's a he's a nine, right? You know, he's a poacher, stuff like that. I don't think you can really say that about Kane. Yeah, no, I, I agree, and that's one of the criticisms you could have had before, but credit to Mourinho, and I never ever do this because I think he's a washed manager. But the one thing he's done, as he has sort of, maybe Kane always had it in him, he showed every element of Kane's game to be a complete player, yeah. and I think that's a very good shout. Kane's actually uh, my choice for a different award, 
I'm going to go with a boring one and you guys are going to roll your eyes and whatever. Bruno Fernandes. I mean, if, yeah. if, if he's not at United, I mean, I know his top six record ain't the best, but take him out United in some of the smaller games, they would be struggling massively. I'm yeah. talking like, uh, you know, Tottenham, Arsenal, that the, those sort of ways in terms of a big club, not... That, why am I taking stray shots at you, Tom? Sorry. Um, no, 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 I, no, no, no. Go for it, go for it. We deserve it. <laughs> but no, no, I just mean, in terms of Man United, I don't think they've been actually that good this year. It's just been so many games where it's just like, oh, there, there's Bruno again. And it's so easy yeah. to overlook. But I think in terms of like... Jack Grealish will be another contender, although I think Villa are yeah. a very good team as well. Um, I just think him, he's one of the best players in the league, Grealish, and I think it's important to note that. But yeah, I think I'll go Bruno just because of how important he is. And in in terms of actually a, a contending team-ish, like a, a top team. So I think that's... Uh, yeah. That's, yeah. We won't have to decide on one player because that would just take ages. But we'll just put our, our nominees forward and just sort of have a little. My nominee's Gundogan, one, not are. Bamford, because you know I, I, I did I did say earlier that it was Gundogan. No, I get Gundogan. I just think that's a good shout. He's again. He's funnily enough. He's my. Um, he's a different award for me, but he. Um, He's been unreal. The only reason I'd say is just because City are so good, and there's always yeah. going to be a guy that can step up. I don't think he's literally been the most valuable, but I, again, you're always going to change the definition of the awards. So it's like, yeah, it's, 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 I mean, it's a good job, sure. It's, the it's thing, difficult. Like, yeah, the the award, like MVP, like most valuable players, like I don't know, I find it so subjective sometimes. Like, you know, if if it's, it's if, if MVP stands for, you know, the best player, like, you know, the best player and stuff like that, then you know, like people have said, and we're going off a little bit, but well, I'm going off a little bit, but. Um, you know, LeBron could have won the MVP. You know, every year he's been in the league, maybe like, you yeah. know, it's such a weird. It you know what it means and the way it's worded. It's just I don't know. It's a bit. You can outdated, apply it. In but... You can apply it in different ways for sure. So that on on second thoughts, I know I sort of shut down your Gundogan suggestion before we started, Mike. I think it's a better suggestion that maybe 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 um started a lot there. Gave credit for um because yeah, I, I can definitely see it. Should we move on to? Offensive and defensive player of the year. Yep, let's do that. I um, I'll let Tom. I'll let you start. Um, you can pick the same guy twice. By the way, if you want to go, with, if you want to go, okay, you can 100% go, okay. Um, I think no, no, no. I try. I try to go some, with someone else. Offensive player of the year. Oh, that's a that's a tough one. I'm gonna go with Timo Werner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's been the Haverdale oh, podcast. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, look, look, look. Offensive player of the year. I'm, I, I mean, I'm gonna switch up and I'm gonna go with probably uh, Bruno. You know, I mean, okay. I mean, obviously De Bruyne being injured and stuff. You know, his stats and whatever. You know, De Bruyne is yeah, that that guy, no nah, freak, different. But like you said, I mean, without Bruno, I mean. I think and, and it's not solely on his head, but they would be United would maybe be in a similar situation to Arsenal where you know they didn't really have an attacking outlet and stuff like that. They couldn't create the strikers look dry. I mean Martial is dry anyways, but um like you know oh my god like what you mean ice cold Martial yeah fucking one goal for France that guy sucks. He, I will not forgive I mean, United. In, Sorry, I'm going he's in the French I'm, team I'm, I'm, as well. Bullshit. 
I'm going on a rant right now. The guy is not good. You know, I will not forgive United fans for telling me how good this guy was, all right? United fans, you need to sit back and look at your team, look at the production over the last few years and say, oh, okay, maybe we don't start the world fucking 11. Yeah? All right, carry on, Tom. No, no, it's all good. But Bruno, man, I mean, look, people can knock him for pen merchant or whatever. Like, you have to be there to score the pens. You have to score the pens to get those stats, you know? And you can miss all those pens, you know? You can be a bum and miss them, but... He doesn't, you know. He he chips in with his fair with his fair shit in United as well, man. You know that guy, that guy's crazy. I'm I'm giving it to Bruno, but I want to give a special mention to James Ward-Prowse. Oh, what a baller! What a great. He'd win guy of the year because what a guy. That's <laughs> not not one of the criteria. I'm defensive player of the year as well, Tom. We're doing it in one big slap. Oh shit! My bad. My bad. Um, that doesn't mean you have to go out, by the way. <laughs> nice one. Nice man. Oof, um, defensive player of the year. Hmm, mm, mm, I'm gonna go with Ruben Diaz. Yeah, that's my pick. That's Spot Ruben that's Diaz. Well. New to the Prem, you know, came for big money. Everyone was like, "What the fuck?" You know, weird. Guy's been unreal, unreal. Next to Stones as well, man. I mean, Stones was gonna go to West Ham in the summer for 20 mil, and you know, now he's he's playing out of his skin. You know, they both they formed a good partnership at, at centre back for City. No, the defense looks way more solid, um, but yeah, man, Diaz, hundred. Yeah, yeah. Um, can I? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike, what are you? That's good. Two good shouts, Tom. Um, defensive player of the year, I'd go the same as Tom Diaz. He's been incredible, ridiculous, and then a, attacking player, um, I'd have to say Harry Kane. Because yeah, he's been well, outstanding. Yeah, I think my, mine mine are the same as you, Mike Kane and um, and Diaz. Uh, a dark horse for defensive player of the year. I know he's not technically a defensive player, and he does play in like a double pivot, and it's a bit of a rogue shout. But I just love the guy. I think he's so good, and some people still don't rate him. Declan Rice has been unreal for West Ham. Yeah, um, yeah. He, yeah, I think he's. I think he's such a great player. Mm. Are we doing? And I mean, it's not defensive technically, but he's a defensive midfielder, and I just think he had so much to the team. Are we doing manager of the year next or most improved player? Um, I was going to do young player of the year next. Ooh, switch it up a bit. Here we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this would be the equivalent of rookie of the year, but there's no such thing as a fucking rookie in the Premier League. So could go new signing, but let's do young player because that's actually an award. Um. Oh, it's got to be Ruben Diaz again, doesn't it? Uh, I was going to go for a different City player. Um, shout out to Mason Mount. He's up there. Love, yeah, love the guy. 100%. Um, it's not him. It's it's Phil Foden for me. Oh, um, mate. Kyle Saka is up there. Um, <laughs> but I think it's Phil Foden above above everyone else. Starboy. How about you, Tom? I want to... I, I mean, I obviously, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm inclined to say Saka. I'm not inclined because... The guys, I'm fucking real. I mean, fuck me. So good. But, um, so, so good. I want to, I mean, I, you know, I'm going to go a different route. And I want to say Pedro Neto. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a quality shout. He's so good. I reckon if he if he went to a like a top a top team, um, he would be way more like highly regarded. 100%. That's a really, really good shout. And I mean, in, in Jimenez's absence, that guy is just, you know, he has been different, you know, and... It doesn't necessarily show where Wolves are in the table, and some people might be listening. And go Pedro Neto, what the fuck? But no, go watch that guy. Go watch him. He is a fucking baller. 
It's funny you said that because I was actually going to go for Fabio Silva, but uh, nah, um, <laughs> whatever the fuck it is. is it Fabio Silva? It's Fabio Silva. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy, that guy's coming on the podcast next year because he's retiring from football. That guy ain't, ain't it. Sorry, Fabio. <laughs> Allow um, him, man. Allow him. He's, he's, <laughs> he's trying. He's trying. It was like 18 oh, man. Man. Him, man. Uh, man. I, I, I get Franco DeSanto vibes from him. Um, he's a whole, anyway. <laughs> two years younger than you, Alf. Two years and you're picking on him. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I'm actually a bum for that. Sorry, Fabio, mate. Uh, I know you're listening. Keep keep working, man. You'll be good one day. I mean, you literally just signed for whatever. He's not my def- he's not my uh, young player of the year. It's Phil Foden. Um, so Ruben Diaz for you, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pedro Neto and Phil. I reckon that's three solid three solid choices. To be fair, honourable yeah, um, mention from all of us is Saka because obviously he's been unreal as well. Yeah, but you yeah, can't, of course. I just want to chuck Mount and Reese James in there because they're my boys. But yeah, yeah, that's that's that's. Yeah, can I just chuck Chad in there as well because I like him. Fair enough, mate. I'm gonna chuck Thiago Silva in there because he's 35 and it's the opposite of that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I want to go with Teeny for Defensive Player of the Year as well. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> um, most valuable most... player has to be Romeo, you know. Champions League winner. Champions League most winner. improved player. Oh. Um, I've got I've got mine. Um. Shall I start since you guys can sort of mull go it over? Go for it. Go for it. I'm, I've got. I've um, really got one off the top of my head. I've got. I've got Gundogan because I think last year or the sort of previous years for City, you sort of see he was always a good player, but you just sort of thought, oh, yeah, Gundogan. You never really gave him a second thought, and he's been arguably the. He might win the Premier League Player of the Year. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that amount of improvement. I mean, there's, there's going to be bound to be other guys that have improved massively um, and sort of turned it around. But I think. Um, in terms of just like now of the blue, like it's not like he's a young player developing. Like I think, I think it's I think it's been him for me. Um, there's there's been plenty of other players who have improved a lot. I think uh, Luke Shaw is in with a shout. I think he was yeah, good last yeah, year. But he had his moments. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I'd go with um, with Gundogan. I think he's he, that's what stand out to me. Stood out. There's. <laughs> I've got, I've got, I've got someone I'm, I've got in mind, but I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Like, just throw it out there. I want to say DCL. Yeah, nah, quality shout. To be fair, he was good um, last year, but I think the way, yeah, this year he's nah, been a lot sure. better. Yeah, yeah, nah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Well, I, think for sure. I think I want to go DCL for most improved player. Please be. Yeah, that's a very good shout. A very good shout. Player of the month for the first month, wasn't he? As well, we had a cracking first month. He had an insane start, and he has been good since, like, his all-around play, even if the goals have dropped off a little bit. Yeah. Richarlison's just picked up, to be honest, and he's, like, you know, I mean, he's just, he's been, he's gone a little bit, you know, quieter, I guess, because Richarlison's doing his little pigeon moves and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, my, my, my pick, I mean, he's, I think, in my opinion, you know, and Mike, again, you can you can back me up maybe because you've watched him a lot more than I have when he was at Southampton. But you know, I would say Hoiberg. Uh, oh I think he's yeah, been good. Yes, I think he's always been good. Um, but you know, for the money they paid for him, um, the hype he never used to get and now does because people are finally recognizing it because you know he's playing in you know a, a bigger side. Um, you know, I think look, you know, I, he's always been good, but he's finally getting kind of. You know the accolades and the attention for it. Yeah, hundred percent, bang on, mate. I'll just say, we're smashing this. We've come up with some really good candidates off the yeah, dome. I we didn't so. discuss this before, apart from MVP, which Mike just threw out there. 
Yeah. I reckon we will. That's a that's a quality shout. Um, Ooh, yeah, I mean, I, we don't need to discuss that too long. They all sort of speak for for themselves, um, really. Unless anything has anyone, I, I think that's just that's a quality. I, I would actually potentially change mine to Hoy, Hoy there because he is he is really really good. Um, coach we... of the year is an interesting discussion though. I for for me, I uh, I'm so I'm in two minds. It's either David Moyes. Yeah. Oh, there's there's three: Brendan Rodgers or Tuchel from this for, this for the start with Chelsea. But I don't want. I can't say Tuchel because it's not been long enough yeah. to get a proper yeah, judgment yeah, yeah. on it. Well, you do. You again. This is the this is the difficulty of picking mid-season. You can't really pick a guy that's come in because um, they've not shown enough. Yeah, exactly. And oh. it, we don't. Well, not not even we haven't shown enough. We don't know what the end result is going to be. Hmm. We can end up crashing out of the semis. Of the FA Cup crashing out the court, um, the Champions League and not finishing top four. That's all very feasible. Um, so I, I don't think you can do that yet. Um, so far, oh, I'm gonna say Moise. I'd have to. Oh, it's, I'm sorry to say, Kenneth Moise, because he has been. Uh, I mean, look at West Ham were relegation contenders in most people's eyes, and even though I do yeah. think he gets it wrong on certain occasions, he he sat back way too much against Arsenal the other day, which is a great game, by the way. Um, and allow them to get back into the game. I think overall, what he's done with that team, guys like Sufal, Suchek, um, just loads of loads of players that have just come out. Bringing like, Lingard, Lingard and stuff, right? Lingard, oh, oh my Lingard's god, incredible! <laughs> Lingard's out on loan from Man United, but ice cold Farsiao just wears short sleeves with gloves and just stands there running around. Not even running around. Anyway, enough about him. <laughs> Um, I'd probably lean towards David Moyes. Carlo Ancelotti is also uh, up there for me. Yeah, yeah. And also, by the way, we got to go. We got to shout out Pep as well. I know I'm not the biggest fan of him, but he's done an unreal job. I hate season. him, but yeah, yeah, he's done very well. Yeah, Tom, what what would your shout be? Um, I mean they they've dropped off a little bit. I mean Moisey, I think is the obvious one. Um, but uh, I think they've dropped off a little bit. But I would, I would have said, you know, had they stayed within the top six region, I would have said Dean Smith. Yeah, um, no, Dean Smith's a very you know, good shot. Their, their team on paper isn't all that great. But, I mean, he's getting them to perform. You know, even with, when Grealish is out of the side, obviously they're a much different team. But when he's in it, I mean, they look genuinely like a top eight side. You know, they're playing well. They're attractive to watch as well. And, you know, big up JT, man. You know, that guy is doing his thing. You know, hopefully he gets a job. Um, elsewhere, because I mean, you know, he, he must be doing all right, and as the assistant to be, for them to be doing okay in the league, you know, especially when they just survived relegation last year. Yeah, no, definitely. I think yeah, that's that's definitely a, a very good shout. Dean Smith's a really good manager, I think. Obviously, JT was linked to the Bournemouth job, um, so that's that's an interesting <laughs> little uh, nugget of information, you guys. There, I think an underrated shout, and obviously you can't say it yet. This is probably doing mid-season awards. If Fulham stay up. You got to look at Scotty P, yes. Scott Parker, yeah. because yeah. when you look at the the way they started their season, I mean, any team that allows William to get three assists, that that's almost automatic relegation. But luckily, obviously, <laughs> the Premier League didn't just uh, eliminate them from the league. You know, controversial, but they've improved massively. You look at guys. Yeah, I mean, they've just got a bunch of you know, sort of young players slash streets won't forget ballers. Um, you know, Mitrovic. they're basically Love Island FC, but they've got yeah. some really good players. In all seriousness, I mean, Aina um, is, 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 has been really good whenever I've good. seen him. Anderson's come in and been unreal. Um, 
my boy Loftus-Cheek. I don't think it's ever going to happen for him, but I think he's been <laughs> all right. I just want to say, shout out Loftus-Cheek, man. I'm sorry about the injuries. I didn't cause it to him, but whatever. Um, and then Josh Madger's also come in. I, I just think he, yeah. he seems like such a young, up-and-coming, exciting manager. I think he could potentially get the award. But I think my top two would be Pep or Moyes. Um, I'd lean towards Moyes just because he is, you know, even though the players have come out and been great, like, they nearly got relegated last year. They're like the, the improvement is, is just so clearly there. I think like Loki and another one which I might just chuck in is it's a big sleeper, big big sleeper. But some of the football they've been playing, you know, a little bit naive, I guess. But it's very attractive. Uh, I go Graham Potter. Um, I actually think like you know their league position doesn't really affect how they like. Oh, sorry, reflect <laughs> how they've been playing this year. Um, they've actually been kind of nice. Their XG is off the charts. They'll be third. It's ridiculous. (laughs) It's fucking ridiculous. Like, it's a shame they got that fucking little midget fucking Aaron Connolly. Um, He stinks, but they need to, like, you know, they get, uh, I don't know, Christian Benteke, you know. Uh, Thank you very much. Um, You know, he's he's a brilliant player. Get him in, you know, bang some goals. Yeah, they're (laughs) top 10. Christian Benteke is a brilliant player. By the way, guys, um, nah, that's that's a. That's a very, it's an interesting shout. I wouldn't personally go with him just because they haven't been so good in the league and obviously they have to go off production. If it was the XG yeah. league, he'd be top. Um, Maybe top 100, yeah, yeah. By the way, boys, I really, really need to piss, so we're just going to cut this bit out because I really need to go. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> no, no, go for it, go for it. Cheers. Um, right. Yeah, Mike, keep this bit in. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine I'll just leave this bit in. I'm just, I need a piss, boys. Cut it out. We're please just do. It. Just please. Like... <laughs> <laughs> please do. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. I reckon I do. I actually reckon I do. That would be fucking funny. Please, 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 please. Please. <laughs> oh, my God. Nah, leave this bit in. Leave this. Like, even us saying leave it in. Because people will laugh. But um, on the real, though, man, them listening out there, interact. You know, get at us on Twitter. Who, who are your awards going to, you know? Yeah, trust me. Who, who, who do you think is the manager of the year, the rookie of the year, the, you know, attacking and defensive and MVP and all of that shiz, you know, even, even in the NFL free agency, you know, or let us know some stuff you want us to cover, you know, let us know, man, because, you know, Mike, Alf, myself, you know, we all got brains, man, we got big brains, but well, I don't you know, know we can't one. think of all the ideas, man, can't think of them, so let us know. Let us know, man. All right. That's yeah, any specific topics or anything you want us to cover or anything. Let us know, and we'll we'll do our best to cover them in our own on our own spin on it. Is that the right thing to say? No, that's the right thing. Yeah, yeah. Our own little twist, our own little spin. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I, I don't know. Theoretically, we could, we we will at some point do a podcast where we're all together in the same room. Slap cameras on, film it, film ourselves, sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Sorry, yeah, no, one hundred, like you know, a little Q and A or something. Well, Alf, it's all good, man. You know, um, it went for your piss. You know, hopefully it was all diluted, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. I drink a lot of water, man. We're all good. We're all good over here. We're flying. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, is there any other shouts for manager of the year or manager of the year so far, or have we covered all of them? Do you think? No, I think I think that's that's about it. Sean Dyche improved a lot, but he played Burnley. Do you think Oli um, needs a shout or not, or is he just not? Sorry, mate. Do you think Oli Oli at the wheel? No, not particularly. 
Do you not think no? Ah, oh, no. I don't know, man. I mean, look, second in the league is no easy feat, but like, I mean, you can add context to it. No, no, no. Of course, you and you have to, you have to, but I mean, the, I don't know, man. I mean, I feel like at some point he needs kind of, you know, he needs some kind of recognition. No, 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 no listen, a, I think he's actually a decent a, job. He's a, he's a decent manager. I, 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 I don't know why I put so much emphasis on I don't think he'll ever take them forward to win a trophy, like no. a major trophy or something. I don't think he Definitely will. But, but I, I don't mean, think they've actually you know, been overly impressive this year, despite the fact they've been second. That they, they are second, round. Yeah, they're overperforming. Yeah, uh, league-wise, I don't think in terms of their team they're actually overperforming. That's my opinion. If you look at if if you look at the instability Chelsea have had in terms of having Lampard just vibing out there and then bringing in a better manager, um, you look at Arsenal, Tottenham, etc., Liverpool with the, their injuries and you know all the excuses and that. Um, all the people that all the teams that just haven't been good this year, who who are expected to. United have sort of got a, had a free run um, just to, to get there. And I don't want to, listen, I don't want to belittle him too much. I actually do think Oli is a decent manager. I, 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 like, a lot of the jokes are funny. PE teacher and that. He's not, he's far from it. He, <laughs> you could argue he's sort of separated himself definitely from Lampard, obviously, because he's long gone. And uh, and maybe Arteta as well. He's probably the best manager out of the three, which is not what people were saying last year. But I don't think he's in the, in the, sh- in the conversation for best manager of the year. No, but I still think Moyes is clear of everyone at the moment, other than maybe yeah. Pep. You have to give it. I think you have to give it to Moyes. You have to give it to Moyes just because of what they've done. Um, that's the that's the awards wrapped up, man. I, um, obviously, we did we didn't come out with absolute, you know, absolutes, if you will, because we just sort of we just sort of spitball, and it is mid season, so we don't want to just come out with these guys, and then who knows, maybe. Um, you know, Cesar Azpilicueta will score 10 hat-tricks. Um, extremely <laughs> likely to happen. Um, but anyway, man, I think, I think we've, we, we've covered everything we needed to today. Uh, Mike spoke about the FA Cup, and that was the only thing on my list. So, um, yeah, no, we've, had a, we've, had a, we've had a great podcast. Um, that was the only I thing we work. needed to talk about, to be fair, the FA Cup. So, I'm Yeah, this, this could have been five minutes. We just wasted like an hour and a half. But whatever. Um, that's what a podcast is. Um... <laughs> I do want to say next week, if anyone's still listening, we've got a big guest, big episode 10, I believe. 1 0 it uh, is. It's, it's, it's a celebration one. It's the international break. You're like, oh, what are we going to talk about? Yeah, we know people, all right? We've got other things to talk about, sort of. Not if really. There's another person here. So, uh, yeah, don't, don't sleep on that. Make sure you, you guys are tuned in for that one. Um, mm-hmm. Make sure you guys follow the socials at. H-A-D-O podcast. We're also going to get the, uh, the TikTok going soon. Didn't need to make some clips for their uh, get the algorithm popping and then eventually we'll all be millionaires. Um, yep. And we're not in it for the money. We're in it for the content, guys. Which will make that very, content very clear. Content creators. Um, <laughs> anyway, I think I'll leave it with that. It's been a fun episode. Um, it's been vibes. Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, I've been Alfie. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. Mike? Yep, I've been Mike. I've had a cracking time with some great opinions. Southampton are winning the FA Cup. Yep, leave on that again. Tom. Man, a bit. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Like I said, get at us. You know, interact. You know, let us know what you want to see. You know, who 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 was in your like awards for this year? What do you think of NFL free agency? What do you think of uh, 
of uh, I don't know, um, Mister Am retiring. You know, what do you think? Let us know. Fabio Silva. <laughs> hung up the uh, whatever. Um, yeah, it's been the Habadel podcast. It's been a lot of fun as always. It's been real. It's been fun. But it hasn't been real fun. I'll see you later. See you later.